Parenting your much-loved dog is a relationship like no other. Our dogs are individuals and there is no one-size-fits-all when it comes to training. Hi, I'm Dr Holly Tett, professional dog trainer and clinical psychologist, and each week on Letters from Your Dog, we'll look at understanding specific dog training questions and struggles from your dog's point of view. Thanks for being here. Let's get to the episode. Hi there, welcome back to Letters from Your Dog. We are talking today about confidence from a slightly new perspective. So if you listen to episode 47, we were talking about how dogs often see the world as either a safe place or a scary place. And this can be quite generalised, so they're generally confident little souls or very wary of lots of things. Or it can be really specific, so you might have a dog that is generally pretty scared of the world and scared of different things but they have certain situations in which they feel really safe so that could be with their favorite person that could be in their home or doing their favorite activity for example the other side of the coin (laughs) is the the dogs that are generally pretty kind of chilled out and happy and confident but there are certain triggers that really scare them and freak them out um I wouldn't say there's any type of dog that's any more common than the other, to be honest. I think just like people, there's a healthy mix of both of those types of dogs. And you'll hear lots of trainers and lots of behaviourists talk about ways to build confidence or maintain confidence in dogs. And I'm just going to run through some of those really quickly because I think there's a lot of merit in these and these are certainly topics that I speak about too. Um, But we're also going to put a slightly different spin on it in a second. So... Often we'll think about building confidence in an object-based way. So this is what you'll often see a lot of work done with young puppies. So things like getting puppies to walk along uh, wobbly surfaces or get inside boxes to go under little dark things or in bright lights or different levels, different textures, things like that. So we're really trying to build a dog's confidence in novelty, essentially. So new things appearing in their world and then being able to kind of be curious and inquisitive rather than frightened about that thing. This is also something that we do with adult dogs as well. It's not specific to puppies. Um, But let's say, let's take a a lead walking example. So let's say you've got a dog that they're walking along and then they go over um, an uneven brick in the pavement and it really freaks them out because it moves underfoot. So you might be thinking, what can I do outside of that situation to help my dog feel a little bit more comfortable with things that move, for example? So object base can be one way that trainers look at building confidence. Another way might be sensory based. So if you've got a dog that is triggered or worried by certain sounds, sights, smells, you might be thinking about how you can start to do some low level confidence work to help them feel more comfortable with those types of things. The next one would be trigger-based confidence work. So this is where we know a dog has a very specific trigger. Um, Let's say your dog's trigger is the sound of your doorbell going, for example. And we'd be looking at how we could work with that very specific trigger to help your dog to start to feel a little bit more comfortable. And that might be having that trigger on a low volume. That might be having that trigger from far away. That might be removing that trigger, (laughs) whatever it needs to be to help your dog feel more comfortable comfortable that was comfortable I think is a combination between confident and comfortable but I quite like it comfortable (laughs) okay um and the last one I think is situation based 
So this is where we are thinking about actually it's a certain situation that your dog is in or certain place that is triggering in some way. So the obvious places might be the vet or the groomer, but it could be um, open spaces. So I see lots of dogs that have fantastic recall in the woodland, for example, where there's little narrow paths. But as soon as they come out into a big field and they've got space to run, their recall goes to pieces or the other side. So the opposite side of that is you've got dogs that are great when they're in open spaces but as soon as they're in the woodland where there are loads of things to sniff and explore and run into all of the trees and look for squirrels that's when the recall starts to erode so there's always both sides of the picture no dog is ever the same but there's a few ways that you may have worked on trying to build confidence with your dog or your trainer or behaviorist might have tried to think about some of these things with you as well the type of confidence building that is most often overlooked though and which we're going to think about today is social confidence. So dogs are definitely social animals and they can very much derive confidence from other beings within a social situation. So I'll give you an example with two of my dogs. I have a dog who used to be very, very fear aggressive with other dogs. Um, We haven't had any kind of aggression for about four years now I would say um probably more than that actually maybe five or six and for the most part he's actually pretty comfortable with other dogs now very occasionally I'll see him freeze a little bit but I'm able to call him away and he's able to respond to that so it's very very manageable and I'm not worried that he's getting overly stressed in those situations anymore however one of my other dogs who has never in her life (laughs) I think been scared intimidated worried by another dog ever um she's very bumbly very sweet but she's also very good at reading other dogs so if she sees another dog as uncomfortable she will remove herself from that situation she doesn't she knows some dogs that just don't get it and just carry on and carry on she doesn't do that so she's great as a um as a dog to teach other dogs how to behave properly with other dogs essentially so if she's part of that situation let's say we're walking along and some strange dogs are running towards us and the first dog I spoke about let's say they meet him first and he's a little unsure so he's maybe standing quite still but nothing else is really happening if my other dog bumbles along and joins the situation you see the first dog visibly relax because he's like oh I've got my sister here yeah this is actually all right and it becomes much more of a comfortable situation for him and it's it makes sense right just like us people if you're going into um a party or an event or a meeting and you're feeling a bit nervous maybe you've got to speak or you're just a bit worried you don't know people you might be feeling a bit anxious but if you go in with your friend or your partner or your colleague or your dog (laughs) all of a sudden it feels a little bit easier because you've got that bit of social support so other dogs can provide fantastic social support for your dog Don't worry though, I'm not expecting you to go and buy another dog or go and rescue another dog. Um, And that other dog does need to be the right fit. So I wouldn't want two anxious dogs together, but one that's really confident can make it a much better situation. But no, you don't have to go and bring another dog into your home. However, you can be that social support for your dog. So often when our dogs are little, we are very on it. We are very good at rewarding all 
the good choices that they're making. We're praising them all the time because they're so cute. We're trying really hard to make ourselves fun and exciting. And as our dogs get older, we sort of take it for granted a little bit that they just know this stuff. So they know how to come back to us. They know how to go on their bed. They know how to, I don't know, sit down and have their harness put on. And we stop praising so much. So my suggestion for you this week, bring the rewards back. (laughs) So if you aren't doing this already, and even if you are, I want you to increase the intensity. So think about every interaction you have with your dog during the day. When they come up to see you, give them loads of love. Hi, it's so nice to see you. Oh, you're so clever. Look at you sitting there. What an amazing job. Your fur's looking absolutely on point today. You're looking great. Your eyeliner's bang on. My do- my white dog has fantastic eyeliner. <laughs> she must put a lot of effort into that every morning. Um, every time you interact with them, you ask them to do something. Heaps of praise. Get those food rewards on the go. Get those toys out. Get them chasing you. Get them having a wonderful experience with you. So every single interaction is top notch and you are really heaping on that praise. What are you doing? Well, you are essentially being their social support. You are giving them a ton of confidence about doing things they already know how to do. So this isn't about teaching new skills. This isn't about teaching new concepts. It's just saying, you know what? You are doing absolutely fantastically at lying down on the floor right there. That is the best lying down I've ever seen. I'm going to reward you for it. Or you're out walking and they come and check in with you and you say, that's amazing, incredible. The fact that you done that every day of your life is neither here nor there. Today I'm going to make a huge fuss of you for doing that really simple thing. I can almost guarantee that at the end of the week you will have a changed relationship with your dog. You'll have a dog that's more responsive to you, that's able to listen to you. You'll have a dog that is feeling more able to do certain things that they weren't able to do before and even better you will have a dog that has even just a minute increase in their confidence because essentially you've spent the week telling them how incredible they are and bigging them up. (laughs) Now, even if you're someone that's not particularly comfortable with compliments, if you had a whole week where someone was going, you're incredible, like, wow, look look at you, you're so clever, you're so smart, you would feel better about yourself. So think about the person in your life that you are able to do that to. So for me, my best friend, I could tell her all day how incredible she is. She is. She's amazing at everything that she does. I would have a real struggle saying that kind of stuff to myself. I'd find that really quite uncomfortable, but I can do it for her. And that's what you want to be for your dog this week. Your dog tells you how amazing you are all the time, <laughs> I'm sure. So we're going to turn it on its head and do it for them. I'd be really, really interested to hear how you got on with this one. So do let us know. Drop me a DM on Instagram at Pause Up Dogs Training. Send me an email to info at pauseupdogs.com or you can also if you scroll down to the show notes under this episode you can leave me a voice note if you would like to okay I hope that was helpful fun little thing to think about today and I will catch you next time take care hi would you like some more support with your dog whether it's training or building a stronger connection together if so do feel welcome to contact me you can join the free facebook group kindness is essential not optional dog training support or drop us an email to info at pauseupdogs.com all the links are in the show notes take care